Live from downtown, not downtown, Farmington Hills. And gentlemen on the screen, one. They are outside of me, Michael Stroka, and the girlfriend. We'll have Adam Drucker and yeah. former Gallagher Home Championship. Phil Day talking about the scoreless Gallagher Home Championship. That's our 12 the latest video game world record for three galaxies and other places. Not named, folks. Hit that purple button, folks. Welcome. That's not it. 21. <laughs> that was last night. No, was that last 22, night? 22. 23. 24. Wow. 24. 24. 24. Wow. 24. What is that all about, Nick? Uh, Hi, folks. I am Michael Stroker, the host of Settle on the Screen. We're here to entertain and inform you about the world of competitive gaming. Yep. I'm also joined by my co-host, Nick Hauslander, who's you, drinking folks? black coffee tonight. Yep. Brought to you by one of our sponsors, Speedway. Mm -hmm. If you're on your way, it's Speedway. So. You got on your stores. No, yeah. no, that's not right. Yeah, uh, they have pizza, pizza. two-for-one pizza yep. slices, mm -hmm. if you're ever curious, um, just go to Speedway. You can go to Speedway.com, Speedy Rewards. Thank you, Speedway, for your uh, sponsorship of Settle It On The Screen Live. Yeah, and Mountain Dew. No, Bud Light Lime didn't want to pick up after our last well, season. Well, you know, we told them that we couldn't do it anymore. I think they got offended. Yes. Um, Mooner, thanks for joining us, guys. Yes, this is the classic Settle On The Screen and the homey homies home studio here um yes we're not on facebook which many of you are just so happy and if you're listening to our podcast version of this we thank you more importantly because we know mo not more importantly yeah. all viewers are the same i said that wrong but we know the majority of you guys watch us on your iphone uh, after the fact or stream us in your car on your way to work so thank you very much for joining us uh if you guys want to support us we are on patreon settle.com slash settle on the screen or you can Click that button right there and subscribe. If you have Amazon Prime, it's free for one Twitch user, or you can give us some money. It's up to you. Then you have to do it every month. Yeah, I think okay. you do. If it's if it's Amazon Prime, you have. To. Okay. If you're paying money, it's an automatic subscription. Oh, okay. So, for the folks at home that didn't know, yeah, um, that is really convenient. Mm -hmm. that you have to do it every month. We're also joined by our um, our co-host, our, 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 our special guest. Uh, from Twin Galaxies, yes. Mr. Ninglendo. How are you this evening, Glenn? Doing fine. Don't have any coffee, but I got a beer. So. Okay. Oh, okay. Is, no, see, well, are you working you right now for Twin Galaxies? No, no, no. Okay, you can't be under the influence when yeah. you're helping out on those forums and whatever you do. <laughs> no, it's, it's 9 o'clock at night. I'm done. Okay. And it's so Friday night. So. The mood yeah, is right. Friday night. Let's live a little, boys. Yeah, we're going to have some fun, show you how it's done. S I O T S. Ooh, Siats. Siats. Guys, TGI Fridays or on slots. ABC. Slots. Slots. People think. Uh, <laughs> Set a lot on the screen. Yeah, so we've missed you. Obviously, a lot is going on in the Twin Galaxies universe. We were planning to expand to the speedrunning universe this month, but something just keeps dragging you back to that car wreck. You know, it's like it's like you get in a car accident and um, you have like all your stuff in the trunk. You know, you got sure hockey bag you got your emergency kit you left your backpack so you got to keep going back to the junkyard to keep getting stuff out of that car and you're just like oh, i could take it home and fix it up yeah. and you just can't like bear with it you know that's 
that's kind of how it is. So uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, the Donkey Kong, Billy Mitchell, I don't know, 12th or 13th place scores now are under dispute. I don't, yeah. Not even close to the top 10. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what we're talking about here is a score that is not in the top 10. Yes. Of a game. Um, so that happened last night. Jace actually kindly asked me to help him out, uh, make sure he didn't say anything that didn't make sense. Um, it's good he asked you kindly and not angry. Yeah, yes, yeah, true. Mike, do it! And I, we weren't planning to talk about any of this tonight, but since what happened last night and since it was discovered, we had to talk about it for a little bit. We might poke at it a little bit here at the beginning of the show. Um, but more importantly, the reason why we scheduled the show at this time yeah. um, is the get, the get away from the god-awful game of Donkey Kong and burn all of them. <laughs> Galaga, uh, there's a Galaga World Championship yes. coming up March, uh, I believe, 30th. Phil can correct me. Galaga but I got Galaga. Galaga. Gal Galuga. If, so, if, one, if someone... Uh, I, got, I got screenshots. Oh, you got, okay. No, that's not it. The there it is. <laughs> The Galaga World Championships, March 29th through April 1st. We hope to have Adam Drucker on shortly after. Nice. Wow. Damn. I wow. couldn't. I, could, I tried to hold that one back. Um, so go to, while you're watching us tonight, go to scorewars.com. Adam should be joining us. We do have Phil Day sitting back there. How are you, Phil? Yeah, I'm good. good. He's good. He's in the green room. Yeah, he is in the green room. Yes, it is. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to play a little Galaga tonight as well on the Xbox 360, just for old fun's sake, play some video games on here. But we got a lot to get to. Let's see if the intern set this up properly. Um, let's, let's, we can delay a little bit, right? We're good at delaying. What's the first one? That guy? You could say that 10% of our show is just delayed. It, yeah, typically is. And announcing good transition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that goes there, right? That's not live. Okay! All right, time for the latest video game world records over the past month or so. Just a select few. Here we go. No. Um, world record. <laughs> no, we got it. Latest video game world records from everywhere in the world.com. Here we go. By, oh, there we go. Brought to you by Speedway. When you're on the way, you stay up late watching VHS tapes all day. Yeah. There you go. All right. Congratulations. It's finally official for Mr. Ivy Blakeman from Unbeatable Boston, a new world record on Donkey Kong. 1,247,700 points. Yes, he did this score in about January, but it actually just went through adjudication this afternoon, which is... It's quite remarkable. <laughs> Nick, didn't you vote on it today? Crazy. <laughs> How much do you know about Donkey Kong? Too much. Too much. I know way too much about that damn game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, there we go. Congratulations. Nice. Pushing that score ever so That's high. That's definitely what Robbie looks like today. <laughs> exactly. That is definitely a current photo yeah. of Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Um, congratulations. Yes. There we go. Uh, we got a new world record from... And uh, from uh, Rodrigo Lopes from Pene Santa Catarina, Brazil, a new world record on the Android, Angry Bird Seasons, South America, 123, a high score of 124,690, and this is an inaugural record. Welcome to the scoreboard, Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Oh, man. I wonder how many years he had to play Angry Birds for, I mean, just think he gets to follow Robbie Lakeman. 
just think about that. I know, it's really, it's great. Uh, yeah. Glenn, are you legally able to read the score? Sure, why not? Okay, it's all yours. We'll find <laughs> out afterwards. We have Glenn Sampson from Newfoundland, Canada, Atari 2600 Fathom, Game 1 Difficulty B, 19,566. Congratulations to Mr. Glenn Sampson. Well, nice job, Glenn. Nowhere near that 11 million points that theoretically can be done, but yeah. I can't fathom that score. Nice job, Glenn. <laughs> awesome. You know, that, is, that was my favorite of all the scores. <laughs> that was the best one. All right. Um... Well, I'll take care of this one. I'm going oh, yeah. to Glenn do one, but or not Glenn. What's, what's the guy's name? Phil. Phil? Yeah, the guy I, I only talk to all the time. Um, we got a new Super Mario Brothers speed run. Fastest completion. Obviously, we're warping here. Four minutes, 56 seconds, 462 milliseconds. Uh, Glenn, how do you say it? Obviously. <laughs> he just goes by Cosman. He just goes by Cosman? Yes. Okay. So there we go about the speedrunners. Can't use their real names. Uh, it is. It's his given name. Yeah, okay. Obviously. Twelve. Obviously. Is that his, is twelve his last name? Yeah. Still, so, regardless, it's a really cool run to watch. Go over to speedrun. Um, where is that, Mr. Andrew Gardigas? He's kind of he's down there quite a bit now. Oh, at speedrun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got to get things going. Hey, 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 uh, hey Phil, do you want to read a score? Yep, I can. It's pretty small on my screen. Um, what is this? Commodore 64, Burger Time 97.691,750 by. I can't even make that name out. What does that say? Clay Karzuski from Canada. Clay Karzuski of Canada. Oh, congratulations, Clay. Yes. Uh, what is that rank? Is that. Is actually New World Record? Oh, it is New World Record. Yeah, these are oh, New wow. World Records. Oh, yeah, this is an emulation it's of an the... Emulation. It's Burger Time 97. It's 97. So I don't know what Burger Time 97 is, but it's actually quite popular on Swing Galaxy's database. Yeah, I was going to say, as you can see, uh, Paul Kearns and Ryan Gavin both have in-process uh, adjudications right now. But uh, Mr. Karzuski's score mm -hmm. is leaps and bounds better, so... Has Adam joined us? He keeps flicking in and out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, you know, it's probably on a mobile device. He was. He's probably looking for some good Wi-Fi. Yeah, so take your time if you're watching. We can. We, we're in no rush. Go ahead, Nick. I have. Oh, he's here. For a second. I don't know if he can read the records. <laughs> um, we have a new world record from Emily Martin hear me? of oh, Texas. Hey. Yes, we can hear you. Oh, great! I'm here. I can read a score. Oh, hold on. Uh, well, give us, uh, let us go get to the next one. Okay? We'll get you on the next one, Adam. That sounds great. I was just going to make something up anyway because I can't really read them. That's okay. even better. That's okay. Even better. Okay, great. All right, let me know. I'm here to freestyle score. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Emily Martin. Welcome to the scoreboard, Emily. Um, at least since, I shouldn't say scoreboard. Welcome to settle it on the screen. Yes. Emily Martin has a new world record. She's from Texas, by the way, which is a southern and western state. <laughs> a new world record on the Nintendo GameCube. Mario Kart Double Dash, NTSC, Bowser Castle. Or Bowser, was it Bowser's Castle? Fastest race, 2 minutes, 43.584 seconds. Nice going, Emily. Uh, that's beaten several people. Old scores, too. Yes. Nice job. I see some new faces. Also, Nick, back to your comment about yes. the apostrophe. Remember the settle on the, the settle on the screen font. Doesn't have a character no, for it, it. so you have to. But it should. We don't have the yes. we don't have the interns though. It yeah, it should have the yes. Yeah. I, I, I think it's probably Bowser. Yeah, we are. So, all right. Um, how do we do a made up score? All right, our, all right, Adam. We're ready for a score. Go ahead. Uh, we got Bob Costas with a score of 
800,000 and oh. hit Nikki. Sweet. What, uh, what, what system, though? What system is it on? Uh, NES. Oh, okay. Well, where's, yeah. where's, where's, yeah. where's, where's Bob from, <laughs> by the way? The Radical Ninja. Bob Costas. I think he's a dead newscaster. He might still be alive. No, he's still alive, yeah. Where's he from, though? I think he's New York. Okay, I was just curious. Oh. So, good nice shot, Bob. It's glad nice that his retirement, he's, he's playing video games, That's actually. Great. Congratulations, Mr. Cox. Yes, uh, that is Adam. Adam will be joining us. He's one of the event organizers for the Gallagher World Champions. We will be getting to you shortly. Yeah. Uh, thanks oh. to Donkey Kong, it kind of ruined our Gallagher night. Shocker. Like, it ruins everything <laughs> else in life. As everyone knows, Bob was supposed to be actually be on the show tonight, too, but he had pink eyes, so he couldn't. That's him. right. He, he had pink eyes. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> oh, we got Rocket League, that track that I'm dead last on, folks, with 49 golf congratulations to logan mccullen no that's wrong mccullen from polar bear texas usa folks remember we don't get paid to do this anymore there's no there's no there's no rehearsal like no we used oversight. to and we're not doing it every night once a month uh rocket league most goals in a game against the computer 129 that is an awesome feat um, yeah. There is yeah. actually a new score in the. Yes, process. there's another one. It's still a world record oh, no, from Logan. So nice job from Polar Bear, Texas. Yep. Is that a real place set up? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely a place right. real. All right, Glenny. Right, Glenny. Glenny? Uh, what the? We have John Marks from Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Atari 5200. The high jump, highest height cleared 2.37 meters. Congratulations to Mr. John Marks. Nice going, John. The, John, this is John's uh, first appearance on Settle on the Screen as well. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it is. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, John. Nice job. Yeah. All right. We got a new addition, another, another newbie. His third newbie uh, for Settle on the Screen. Mallory Martin from Texas, as in the state of. A new world record on the <laughs> Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash, MTSC. Luigi Circuit. Not Luigi's circuit, for those of you fans of grammar. Uh, fastest race, <laughs> 1 minute, 25.894 seconds. So congratulations. Uh, I know Glenn is in charge of, <laughs> of, of fixing the MAME tracks. Maybe maybe, maybe Glenn can fix the, the, the Mario Kart next. I could be wrong. Maybe GameCube is like... Uh, the Russians made it, and then they translated the English. <laughs> I don't. Bowser Castle. I highly doubt that. Bowser Castle. A nice job, Mallory. I wonder if Mallory and uh, they're probably of, sisters. Is I don't my know. Best. And it's weird. They're it's the both, same game too. And they're both from Texas. Yeah, and, and coincidence. And their videos are on the same television too. Oh, are they? Uh, I didn't watch them, so oh. I, I just noticed they were like Mario Kart Double Dash. I haven't seen a new score on them from ages. So yeah, it's weird. I, was like, I, mean, I think they possibly could be related. Yes. All right, we got Charles Adams. Uh, the contest section, my favorite section, where my I lost. Uh, we won't get into that. Most proven max outs on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Charles Adams, too. We know that number is going to grow. Nice job, Charles. <laughs> All right, and he's got another one, folks. And one of those max outs. No, it's not one of those max outs. I saw California Games in that previous frame, but. His max out is from Hacky Sack on California Games, but this is his new world record on California Games Surfing. Great and frustrating game. I was actually trying to beat this probably about three months I don't ago. I've never played Surfing. I've definitely oh, played Hacky Sack. It's a great game. Oh, and, then, and the BMX is so much fun. Oh. I think we played it. We have. Well, we played in the, our video oh, game okay. championship. New world records. More about Charles and Chuck. Charles and Chuck. That should be a show. <laughs> new world record of 12,520. 
Nice job, Charles. From Iowa. All right. All right, Nick. And we have a, a new world record from William Hitchell from Ghost Pepper, Florida. <laughs> you can't even get through it, can you? You wrote it. On the arcade, Dust Kong. Fastest time to dispose of a Donkey Kong cabinet. Gasoline allowed. Oh, so this is like hammer allowed. It's like hammer allowed. You can use gas. Gas is allowed. 11 minutes, 34 seconds. Congratulations, Bill. Was there direct capture of that, or was it a camera? Yeah, it was a camera phone. No, that's still good. No, it was good, yeah. It was camera phone. They dumped the gas all over it. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, what's more impressive is that a bear without yeah. opposable thumbs <laughs> was able to do this. Did they check to see that the PCB was in it or was it running off me? Yeah. Is that the polar bear cub? Well, or? it just says Donkey Kong cabinet. I don't know how precise the rules are on that, but <laughs> that's a fast burn from the combat king. No, it's really, it's the bears were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, folks. So those are just some of the latest video game world records. Uh, from that website called Twin Galaxies, uh, there's a score run in there, and then there's obviously consumables. There's <laughs> Consumable. It's a French-Canadian website, Sorry. that's what I knew was spelled that <laughs> Oh, so Shocker Bear was on there. Um, so, so just a little service announcement. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk real brief, hopefully briefly, about Billy's scores. Um, the ten, you know, Billy's 10.47 scores are under scrutiny. Okay. And the 10.05 and the 10.06, but we still have no footage other than my footage yeah. of Billy at the IVGOF event of those of his gameplay. Yeah. Um, so we are putting out a um, you know a missing sign. We're just gonna try to remind everybody if you guys can spot the if you guys know the whereabouts of this bag, um, that's where the tapes are. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last known time we've seen the 10.62 tapes. Is at it's like a Boomers. Bruce Willis movie. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you can find that, I got Nick. I went, hang on, let's, go, let's see if I go back to him. There he is. He's lost it, man. He's going to lose it. Look at that. I didn't know there was a man on him. a bag with tapes, folks. That's what can free Billy at this point. All right. Oh, nevertheless, what else? We got to get through this quickly. What else is there? Oh, we got a, we got a couple new segments. Um, you got one of your favorite segments, folks. Those darn arcade gamers, man, they say some weird stuff going on. They sure do. We got our, we got our, our friend Ed, who, yeah. who's very, he, he competes on Galaga. He's on this week's, or this month's, yes. Things Said by Arcade Gamers. Take a look. Kim Kardashian, though. Parasol. Yeah, well, I was going to bring you in. Okay. I think those kids don't bring Parasol. Oh, they knew they'd like to show. Your restaurant, I'm going to take you up on that wing eating contest. Yeah. We got an official score. What are you doing? You're cheating already. Huh? Square it up, dude. You're cheating already. Yeah, but if you get a camera. Oh, oh, oh. Are you ready over there? Yes. One, no, two. Come on, that oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. All right, ready? Just like in Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, those arcade gamers. Ed Zaharski, folks. Yes, that's nice uh, Mario Kart World Champion on Luigi Circuit for Wii or something like that. In like fifth place on uh, Wii by a uh, sword fighting game. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wii oh, we got one, that one too. Yeah. One attempt. <laughs> it's amazing. Remember that? That's yeah. really great. Skill for score. <laughs> he did it right Actually, away. it's referee adjudicated, so I'd say it's null and void yes. at this point. Um, so last night, there was a long, excruciating thing on Facebook. On the Twitch, that sounds like our show. Wow. Um, I was going to say, was uh, it just an entire <laughs> week of settling on the screen? Yeah, that's about four hours worth. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much a week's worth to settle on the screen cool. on the old Twin Galaxies. Well, Jace went through the tapes, the original tapes that were accepted by Twin Galaxies referees yeah. through a VCR, um, and it was played back. So we got some things to get to tonight. We actually have some VHS tapes here. In the studio, no, we, we have some Donkey Kong performances. Oh, Jace keeps talking about a $6,000 VCR that he had to spend and why this dispute's kind of taken longer. He could have literally just asked us. We have That's like Jumbo. Isn't that Jumbo Shrimp, a $6,000 VCR? That's oxymoron. Uh, exactly. I have two in my basement. We have one with a jog shuttle <laughs> that goes frame by frame. He could have just asked us. He didn't even... Yeah. He could just borrow it. Yeah, it's my last one, but he could have borrowed it, but... So we'll get to the that. VCR, the VCR goes for 750 bucks on eBay. Well, he definitely overpaid. <laughs> but, does um, it really? Is that like... Yeah, it does. Does what? it come with Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> Weekend <laughs> at Bernie's 2. Two, yeah. Laser disc. Oh, it has both. Yeah, okay. Um, if anyone wants a laser player yeah. or a laser so uh, give me a call. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got another new segment inspired by last night. Yeah. So uh, here we go, folks. Uh, I, I, it's uh, can Jace, Jace can count. Here we go. This is now zero. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So the next one, it should go off, I think, right? Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. 24, wow. 24, 20. So, you got a wow. There you go, folks. Jace can count. All right. We figured that out last night. That's what we accomplished. There's your there's your uh, custodian of Swing Galaxies. He can count to 24. Yeah, I just wanted to make yeah, sure. 25 at the very end. Yes, that's true. Um, Quarter century. So Jace is obviously has a lot of stress going on. He wants to make sure things are legit. If Billy's score is ability scores are legit or not based on all these claims yeah. we ain't gonna go into that but i guess since we are the scrubs of twin galaxies since we are no longer on twin galaxies don't have a show every night on their facebook page and 12 shows um, a year is pretty good yeah um he's asked us to review some scores on vhs of yeah, donkey yeah. kong that now, granted, Billy's scores weren't number one. They were number one at the time. Yeah. But we've gotten some submissions that, let's say, aren't exactly a very high score. No, no. Um, but there has been some disputes about their validity with the same claim. Are they MAME yeah. or are they... Not. Or, yeah, so... Um, 
So uh, here we go, folks. Is it Mame? We're gonna play Is It Mame tonight. It's a new segment. Um, if you're wondering, is this a new jingle? It is a new jingle. Mm -hmm. Is it Mame? <laughs> is it Mame, folks? Time to play Is It Mame. So right now, um, we're gonna be showing you the video shortly. Um, so like I said, this is a <laughs> this is a not so good Donkey Kong tape. I know I know Glenn can get a higher score on Donkey Kong than the tape we're gonna watch, but for the yeah. validity for the purposes of Keeping the scoreboard credibility, you know, correct. All scores need to be reviewed that are questioned. So I guess it's our job to go by frame by frame here um, with our with our VCR. Um, and if you guys enjoy this is Mame on the show, mm -hmm. you could play the contest if oh. you get it correct. Yes, we are playing a contest. Yes, tonight. it is a contest. Yep. So if you guys guess it correct, is it Mame? Is it not Mame? If you win. What do you win? What do you win? This is what you win, folks. Nope, that's nope, not, not that. Nope, that's not. <laughs> that's it. There you go. There it is. Yeah. What is the opposite? It's not what we wanted it to look like. It's a pixelated version, but it is the Twin Galaxies vacuum. Yes, player. you can win the Twin Galaxies vacuum tonight if you properly guess if it's meme or not. Downstream set up. Oh, downstream. Well, that's what happens when you don't have interns or a budget for a show anymore. But uh, tonight on Is It Meme, we want you guys to vote in the chat. Um, so once we start playing it, um, we do we do have an outcome. We do. Yeah. But we're, we want to see. We, me and Nick have gone through it frame by frame. Oh, yeah, we we're gonna do what Jace did last night and let you guys go frame by frame. We're gonna do this and whoever thing. guesses correctly first will win the Twin Galaxies vacuum. Yeah. So let's. Uh, ready, no, let I'm, I'm not ready. Okay. We, uh, I'll be ready in about twelve seconds. Okay. Um, go ahead. Go ahead and start playing the tape. Here. Make sure we have signal. All right, so here we go, folks. We go. Okay, great. Here is a um, submission that's been submitted to us to Twin Galaxies. We, we like I said, we're not going to talk. You know, there's too much talk about the gamer and the Billy Mitchell one. It's all about Billy Mitchell. Oh, totally. We're going to not disclose the gamer because we really want to concentrate on the performance no, here. Exactly. You can see the um, score's not the greatest. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, so He's getting close. This could be so early on. wait, this Nick, we're going to ask you to pause. Well, not yet, but oh, okay. no, that's okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, Nick is running the VCR yeah, here, sorry. and we will show you how well he's doing it too, folks, um, yeah, at some point. VCR so get ready to pause, Nick. All right. So there? Okay, so you know how to use that jog shuttle, yeah, right? right? We're going to go frame by frame through this transition, and we want you f – we're going to play some more. Um, we'll fast forward. Is it meme or is it not? So, uh, Nick, why don't you go frame <laughs> by frame? I'm going frame by frame. Can you see it? Yep, yeah, so you can working? see it at home. Okay, yep. great. I'll make it see, smaller. This is the jog shuttle, I'm using it. Yeah, let's go frame by frame. Or go back a little bit. We need to see a yeah, couple you more. Yeah, go back. Oh. This is the frame after he goes yeah, back. Just slow it down, Nick. <laughs> slow it. Okay, I'll play it. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Okay. Here we go. Definitely be <laughs> Maybe. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Nick went back a lot, folks. This yeah, is gonna take a while. Oh, uh, for for folks, we are playing. Is it Mame? We want you to guess in the chat. Is it Mame or is it an arcade score? No, of course it wasn't. Um, we are gonna when he when he gets the last. Uh, oh, last one. oh okay. yeah. So get ready. And now, ready. now, all right, now go, now go frame by frame, go slow, it'll go. Uh, we are gonna get talk about the Galaga World Championships. All right, we're gonna be looking for up. Oh. Oh, oh, that might look like a tell that, like that's Mame. I don't know. Go back one frame. Okay. Is our VCR expensive enough to go backwards one frame? Oh, there we go. Let's go to the next frame. 
Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's me. That looks like me. Let's push play, Nick. Let's, let's go a little bit further through the tape. Sure, yeah. So, um... The fact that you guys know that. The fact that I know it and I don't like Donkey Kong is the most hard. No, same here. I can't stand this game. Oh, here we go. Then he got one. Is that oh, Fortnite? Well, I, I wish it was. Um, wow! Okay, he's he's that was good, he, he's at a tremendous pace here for the score. That you, was good that you got over ten. If you guys want to try to figure out which gamer this is from, just go on the arcade Donkey Kong board and go all the way to the last page. It will just like I said, Jace has entrusted us with not the best scores yeah. for you know not is this so public. Will Forte score? No, no, Will Forte did is way this better Costas? than this. Yeah, this could, oh, this could have been. Costas. Yeah, it could be his first attempt. Well, he had pink eye when he did it, so he had a hard time opening. His left eye, so he's not even trying yeah, to get right. extra points. He's not even using it. Maybe this is a no. He was planning on no hammer. Oh, oh there you go. Well, I guess there's no more transaction, no more uh, what do you call it? Transitions. No, we're good. Oh, so he's let's see if he puts well, he's putting his initials in. That's one of the things you have is to do. Is it name? Are his initials name? Mm, no. Let's see. No, he put so. he put W. I know, Adam, you have a small screen. W. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, he has his phone, so he can actually turn his phone to oh, watch right this there. at the correct aspect ratio. That's not how it works. But. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, yeah, the phone <laughs> will turn. It. WBH. Hmm, I wonder what that stands for. Uh, 11,200. So, like I said, folks, this is not a high, not, not a world record score, but we still want to make sure credibility. Of course. So yeah. we will go through the chat after the show oh. to see if this is MAME or not. What's, what's wrong, Nick? What? What? Is is, how do you know it's MAME? Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, folks. <laughs> is it MAME or not? Uh, hope you hope you enjoyed. Is it it's MAME? Like yeah. Um, that's all the segments, right? Yeah. We get over Donkey Kong. God, I hope there's a decision by next week. Um, so we can concentrate on an awesome tournament, the Galaga World Championship at Meow Wolf. Am I saying it right, Adam? You still are? Yes! Still are. Hi, Adam. A later, but... Um, how do I use the thing? Here we go. Let's show Adam's face. There he is. Hi, Adam. How are you? Hey, what's up? I'm in, uh, I'm in Kerouac Alley. You guys been to San Francisco before? I have not. Mm-mm. There's uh so I'm a big beat poet fan and I'm in the alley named after Jack Kerouac. Okay, that's kinda of what I figured. If it wasn't after Jack Kerouac, I was gonna have no clue where to go with this. Bob Kerouac. <laughs> Bob Kerouac. He's from uh Livingston, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. And he was a uh, even worse poet. No, he, he was <laughs> <laughs> Thanks well, for having me on the show, guys. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, so, I mean, we know a little bit what's going to go on, but we want you to tell all our viewers and all our podcast viewers um, what is going on um, in uh, March 29th through April 1st. We are having the Galaga Throwdown to top all Galaga Throwdowns. So... The CEO of Meow Wolf, we're an art collective, so the term CEO exists, but we don't really abide by that, but that's what he is. But when he was a kid, he used to play Galaga uh, like a maniac in the very bad bowling alley that is now the Meow Wolf. Oh. And so one day he asked me, he was like, hey, could you put together a Galaga tournament? And I do, uh, I work on independent video games. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like Gang Beasts. 
or mm. uh, Enter the Gungeon or any of these games. I've heard Enter. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've heard that okay. one. Okay. So I did all the music for Enter the Gungeon and Gang Beasts and all that shit. Cool. So, anyway, I do indie games, and he just was like, hey, do, do a Galaga tournament? And I was like, maybe? And then <laughs> I, got a, I used this thing called the internet, and I found people like Philip Day. <laughs> we, we basically, uh, the first thing that happened was we actually got in touch with Dwayne Richard, who I'm sure you guys know. Mm-hmm. And he helped me, because I came from Battle Rap. That was my first art. And I was often a party to very corrupt competitions and just stuff that wasn't actually about uh, the talent or the artists having the best performance ever. So I just started talking to Dwayne and I realized like that that could happen for Galaga if we did it right. So he and I put together a really interesting tournament where we try to set demo records in marathon mode. And then that, those scores, everyone gets to marathon for two days, Thursday and Friday. And those scores populate uh, winner brackets, and we have a pro tournament, and we have Andrew Barrow, Andrew Laidlaw, Dear Philip, so and awesome. seven other contestants from around, mostly the United States, that qualified, and they're all going to slug it out, and we're going to have champs in D mode and going to a kill screen in the tournament. So hopefully, awesome. all the scores guys can get. Is there prizes involved? For those yeah, guys. there's 10,000 10, smackers. Wow. That's really impressive. That's pretty darn awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and that was like, you know, that was the big thing. Well, one, the first step was not using, uh, I guess Dwayne was telling me sometimes with like the Pac-Man tourneys, you get like shitty cabinets, and then yeah. the world's greatest players have a joystick die halfway through. So we were, we just made all the cabinets from scratch with original boards, brand new buttons. Uh, oh, cool. And we made... We made basically 12 Galaga cabinets that people cannot... It's not even about complaining about it. It's just not having an impeded run. Of course. Kill it. So uh, that was step one. And then prize money was step two. And then getting the right people there so that it's a good vibe and everyone's, you know, competing from a healthy space was step three. And then the rest was like production and getting hard drives. We have to redundantly record every cabinet twice. And equip the boards to feed out of HDMI. So everything is going to hard drives to be recorded for TG score purposes. And then it's also being funneled out by XSplit to go and be streamed live on Twitch. And we have all these awesome Twitch hosts coming out. And uh, it should be really fun. So Saturday and Sunday are completely streamed. So we also are bringing out... um, a bunch of classic cabinet aficionados who I'm sure you guys know. We got Hector Fly, the track and field master. Uh, we got Abner Ashman. We Ooh, got Don Hayes. We got um, Pat oh, Lafayette Hayes. from Frogger. Donald Hayes, we have, second greatest arcade um, gamer of all time. And then we have, of course, excuse me, and I forget, we have big Tim McVeigh coming in to what he said was he turned 51. He wants to do a 51 hour nibbler run. I will support that. Anything I can do. So awesome. Really get them water and M and M's and fan and everything he needs, and then it's also coming Nibbler uh, Mastermind, and then Dwayne Richard, and uh, yeah. So we're gonna have those guys on Saturday. Also, everyone that's brought there by us can just go for world records and marathons and enjoy themselves. The focus is on Galaga, but we also wanted to. I mean, for me, once I started talking to Dwayne and meeting everyone and. Uh, emailing, I realized that this was about a culture 
and it was an opportunity. Not to sound like a hippie right now. That's not what I am. That's okay. But it, you know, it really is about <laughs> a culture that does not get a chance to like do everything it can. And it was just a matter of like money and prep to really get a perfect little storm going, so these guys can all come and kick some ass, and I get to watch. I'm I'm stoked. Excellent. Well, there's the address yeah. on the screen, folks, for uh, for cool. Saturday and Sunday. So make sure you guys check it. We'll be watching it. Um, well, hopefully, there's a very small chance, very small chance I will be there. But I would like to watch there. But oh, if really? not, it's very slim. We're trying to make it work. Um, but... Nevertheless, I'll be watching on the Twitch if I'm not there. Yeah. Or I've seen people at these events. No, no, no offense to anybody who was at the Kong Off. I literally saw somebody in the Kong Off 6 Twitch feed yeah. watching the Twitch feed of themselves. Oh, I've seen that before. I know. I mean, what? yeah, I mean, I mean. Yeah, just, no, I've seen that before. It's, it's like, can't you walk over to his cabin and just watch it? So but right. never the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> But Twitch joins us all together. I guess it just joins us even closer. But uh, so that's awesome. Uh, I know there's another tournament. Um, is there is there an amateur type of Galaga tournament? Yeah. So that I mean that's like I don't know if it's a scientific term, but a shit show. We're just gonna see what happens. Yes. We have like it's amateur signups. We were talking right now that's cool. if we're gonna let like Don and Abner and everybody get in that. So basically, we're gonna play it by ear. If New Mexico doesn't show up to kick ass in Galaga on an amateur level, we're gonna let everyone that isn't our Galaga bros into the tournament to make it exciting and have some fun. But um, yeah, we have a smaller prize for that. And that was just, you know, we were setting up the event and we were like, okay, we're gonna put all these video games in a room and no one's allowed to touch them. That doesn't make sense. So we brought in free-to-play cabinets and then set up an amateur tournament so that, like, you're not just watching people with superhuman game abilities, Yeah. you know, from an arm's length. So it should be fun. I'm excited. Very. Well, it, that's a fun way, too. I mean, it, the chances are very, very slim. But who knows? Maybe there's someone who out there who yeah. is yeah. decent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was what, that's what the first thing that Dwayne, like, uh, and Dwayne and then everyone, Phil and Andrew Laidlaw, when I talked to them, because, you know, I was a noob. I can get a couple thousand points at Galaga, I think, I'm like, and I'm the best I know. <laughs> so, and then, like, I'm talking to Dwayne, and I'm like, so how close? We're going to have, like, 20,000 entrants, right? He's like, no, man, you're confused. Like, the, the difference between people that can play Galaga and get a million points, that's, like, everyone. And then the difference between a million and three million, that's, like, five people. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. So it's been cool. I um I've enjoyed like as a as a human being, I like learning new things, and this has been a crash course in because uh, everyone that I and everyone I'm dealing with is an aficionado, so it's not even you know I'm just like behind all the time. I'm like listen, and I remember when I tried to type the rules up and get them on the Score Wars site, Dwayne just kept texting me like, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. It's like, <laughs> it's like what are these words, man? And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm trying, man. You know, so it was really cool. It was like, um, it's a window to a world. And then, you know, because I love indie games and I have every classic console in my house, but I was kind of, I was more like a, you know, pole position guy and uh, double dragon. You're a, con you're a console gamer like me and Nick. Yeah, well, we're, we are very much console. We're Sega Genesis NES, yeah. Yes. 
That's yeah. where we grew Actually, up. Actually, the one uh, the one game I am amazing at is Tech Mobile. Oh, I used to oh. play for money when I was a kid. Wow, so that is not an easy points. game. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, Tech Mobile, sadly, unlike Galaga, there's no $10,000 prize for tournament. Um, actually, there was, this. sir. Um, Mike, Mike just went I just one. went to a NHL 94 tournament in the night before. Um, they had a Tecmo. It wasn't 10000 but it was about, I think it was $1,000. Because uh, if you're familiar with NHL 94, they, they do these tournaments for ten grand too. Seems no like way. on a regular basis. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. We did one in Vegas last uh, September. Mm -hmm. so. Is that the one, is, is 94 the one where Lemieux and Gretzky are like the Bo Jackson and Walter Payton of mm -hmm. their respective... No, okay? Jeremy Roenick is. It's really oh, just it's Jeremy Roenick. Roenick. You're yeah. right. Yeah, no, yeah, I think you're thinking 92 or 93. I don't think 92. Yeah, I don't think 93. 66 on the Kings and the Penguins are ridiculous. Yeah, in 92, yeah. 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 So. Yager, even Yager. Oh, yeah, Yager's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. You just can't knock them down. Yeah. Um, just uh, one more thing, kind of. Where Where's the event being taking place? Can you just give us a little more description about the art facility, I guess? Yeah, so like the long story short, it kind of, it's going to sound like I'm lying and I'm not. Uh, it's a, <laughs> the Meow Wolf is based in Santa Fe, New Mexico, um, and it was, it's a collective that predates the building that it's in right now. They've been around for 10 years, it's all artists. And then George R.R. R. Martin, so the CEO, Vince, I, I kind of have this story wrong, but I like telling it wrong, they can see me later. <laughs> but uh, he, um, so Vince was working at the movie theater that George R.R. R. Martin restored, who is the Game of Thrones writer, and he somehow got George, he was like, George, will you buy this bowling alley for us? We're going to do this immersive art exhibit. And he was like, I'll buy the bowling alley if you guys can raise $100,000 of your own money. Huh. And they did it. He bought the bowling alley. And then a year later, the Meow Wolf grossed like over $7 million. It's all artist run. What? It's now almost 300 artists on full-time salary with benefits. We're like reevaluating. And it's everyone from woodworkers to painters to sound designers like me. And uh, basically, it is this thriving, interactive art experience. And it's 20,000 square feet. And the Galaga uh, Score Wars is actually happening within a wing of it that we've completely turned into this crazy Galaga hole full of video games and art and awesome. light pillars. That sounds really yeah. cool. <laughs> and then um, we are, Meow Wolf itself just announced we're opening a 60,000 square foot space in Denver in 2020 and a 50,000 square foot space in Vegas. Oh, and, uh, wow. Time to move. You know, and no, no like weird Disney energy, no corporate bullshit. It's all uh, granular and natural and a bunch of great people. And so, dude, that's, that's kind of why we only had the choice to do Score Wars right by the players because it's, you know, we're not really in this First of all, it's all expenses at this point. Yeah, I can't you know, imagine they're a profit. <laughs> no, no, no. But, you know, I think... Um, it's the, the only way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But because the exhibit does so well, we have the... Um, basically the opportunity to do some things that add to the culture of what we're creating um, that don't necessarily have to make you a million dollars. You know, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, just trying to do something right. This one's a total experiment, and the we know it's like it's a success if everyone is smiling at the end and we got some records and I, I'm excited to see it all roll downhill. Excellent. Yeah.
Well, thank you very much, Adam, for joining us tonight. It's very great to hear. My pleasure. And uh, we, I know many of our, uh, our, our, our viewers will be tuning in that weekend, or some of them actually will be there. I know a few of them. Um, so. Oh, that's awesome. And hey, if you guys come, it's like your money's no good there. Your VIP, let okay. me know, take care of you. All right. There we go. Maybe that maybe that'll help me. My percentages my percentages go up a little bit, but maybe twelve. Twelve percent chance. Yes, it's time to bet. So well, thank you. Yes, thank you, Adam. And we'll be broadcasting on our our Twitch stream and and that stuff. We also have with us tonight is Phil Day, who will be a competitor. So now we can get into the nitty gritty of who's really going to win this thing and the strategy about it. Um, Obviously, Andrew Laidlaw. Andrew Laidlaw. <laughs> We're just giving it to him. Is it, just, is it that simple? No, come on. Actually, um, actually guys, I'm going to tell you right now, mm -hmm. it's not just these three that are capable of winning. So oh, I don't doubt it. People that are, like, absolutely worth some betting. I'm not a betting man, but. But if I was going to bet, I wouldn't bet on Andrew Laidlaw. There you go. Wow. There you go. <laughs> so. There we go. And I'm wearing the I'm wearing the the, the great hooded sweatshirt he made Steve me. Wee I mean Steve Weeby is an this is I wish he could get I don't care if it has I mean I like Steve Weeby etc. Yeah, I cool. I want the sweatshirt he used to print this on. This is like oh, the greatest this is the greatest hooded sweatshirt regardless <laughs> if this is on it or not. I, I guess I could. I'll have Phil do it. Yeah. But you can uh, find out. Yes. All right. So I'm gonna get Phil in here. It's a good thing to talk about it on the show too. Well, we could. Oh, maybe he's watching. He might be watching. Andrew might be watching right Why now. Why don't you ask Phil? That should be the first question to Phil. Hey, Phil. Nice. You there? Thanks, Dave. Do you think Andrew could get me another sweatshirt like this? Yeah. No, I was just talking to Gallagher. <laughs> he wants one without the Team Weeby on it, though. He just wants a blank I want one that says Team Phil. <laughs> Not Phil Day. No. Team Phil. No. <laughs> Team Phil for <laughs> there you go, folks. We're joined by former Galaga tournament, tourna or as you say it, tournament, world record holder, <laughs> Phil Day. How are you, Phil? Yeah, good. Just uh, been plugging away at the Galaga machine, just trying to get some scores. But yeah, I don't want to be good. It's been a long time since I played, but um, yeah, it's still a difficult game. <laughs> I was going to say, the last time I saw you play uh, Galaga, in August of 2011 in uh, Ottumwa, Iowa. Was that the last time you played Galaga? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling because you had said it had been like a good year at least since you had played it then. So. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't play a full game. I think we were playing and then I was swapping it with Andrew. Yeah, it was just like was one Andrew? game. Yeah. That's correct. I, 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 I certainly didn't play a full game. I would have just played a bit and stepped off. Yeah, that's, no, that's good. I, I actually went to the bar two years later, and your scores were still up on the machine. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, in Rachel, Oh, you're so saying the, the, No, they actually had your scores saved on the machine in that bar in Otumbo at the time. Oh, right. Yeah. They're still, oh, they're there, still saved? There, wow. Damn. I went there. Well, I think they got rid of the machine like, like a year after I went. But in 2012... It still said you guys' initials there. Yeah, yeah. It's one day. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a day. 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 It's a day.
so 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 we talked about a long time ago was the last time you played. Did you ever think you'd be playing in such a tournament like this ever? After leaving the United States, you ever... after getting deported <laughs> <laughs> from Iowa, Walter sent you back. Yeah, Walter was sick of you beating his score, so he's like, "Yeah, he's like, and you got the same last here. name. He's sick and yeah. tired of go. Is, is Phil your son? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Like, no one would have thought they were going to be flown. Because the thing is, me, I was flying everyone in and putting them up and everything. So it's no, there's no expense really. Just. Like the, the fact that they're flying all the way from Melbourne and Andrew Barrow all the way from Wellington, New Zealand. I know. Wow. It's putting us up for the whole weekend and then sending us back again. Is, um, that's pretty wild in itself. And then the opportunity to win money, like I think it's first place is 10,000, second is five, third oh. is two and a half, and the amateur mm -hmm. one's 1,500. Oh so, um, yeah, the idea that you'd ever make any money from playing Gallagher. Well, the truth is only three or four people are going to make money from Gallagher. The rest of us are. Still, the fact that three so, or four people can make money playing Gallagher. And they're going to get a nice trip for some yeah. of them. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that's the real thing. It's um, that's unlike talking about Donkey Kong, the Gallagher community doesn't have any kind of internal kind of you know, right, like not yet. Or no, I'm just joking. Not, not yet. No, it's true. Maybe after the weekend. But, um, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I think Gallagher, like you were talking before to Adam, saying that um, you know you put your money on Andrew Laidlaw, and I think that's a good place to put it. But um, but there's other people coming through. Like Andrew Barrow, he um, he passed my score late last year, so he's playing really well. Got recently playing, and then there's a guy on Mark Gonzalez picking up really big scores, but he hasn't sent, he hasn't submitted any um, Twin Galaxy score. He might have submitted one on Rapid Fire. I'm not sure. And John Klinkle's going, and he plays really well, very consistent. And the real thing with Gallagher is consistency. I think that's the problem with um, world record um, scoreboards, is they're your personal best. You know, It's not like I hit 3 million points every time I play. Yeah. And I can mm -hmm. bet you Andy is not hitting 4 million points every time he plays. So I think um, there's a guy who's been playing a lot recently, and he's qualified to go Mark Schultz. And he said in his local paper, um, I'm not going to remember the name now, but he's in Indiana. And it was a paper article just came out yesterday. And he was saying that um, he's not the underdog in this. And I think he's got a good point. Like, I mean, anyone who's playing Gallagher, like I played a game yesterday, and I've been regularly hitting around 1.5 million. I've had scores above two. My highest recently was 2.7 million. If I played yesterday, I got a score of 700,000. I was all out. You know, yeah. so, Low score compared to an average recently 1.5 million, but that can happen. You know, I lost two ships together, then I failed to double up, then I did double up, then I shot my man, but I didn't manage to get it back. I actually shot him in flight. <laughs> Sounds all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think worst. that's. I think I was saying to Glenn. I think um, earlier. I think the difference between Gallagher and Pac-Man and Donkey Kong on most of those games, but just choosing those two, you know. When you, when you when you bomb out with Jumpman or Mario, as they long call him, out with Jumpman, or your Pac-Man gets eaten by a ghost, you come back fully formed. But with Gallagher, because you're playing with two ships, and if you lose one, then you've got to surrender one and then try and get it back. So there's kind of this weird game in between the game. So if you you know you've got a it's like a recovery shot in golf. You don't expect to make a lot of points while you let your ship get captured, then try and capture it back again. So if you get a couple of good runs back to back on double up chips, which a lot of people do, 
you know, the highest score on a day could be, I mean, I mean, it could be a world record, but on the tournament day, it's a knockout. The highest score winning that day could be as low as, you know, 1.8 million. You know, like half, not even half. <laughs> as million. low as 1.8 million. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, low is in comparison to world record scores. There's nothing oh, yeah. Really you know, but, but, and then the people going, see, the, the, the one person who's going who qualified right at the bottom, and I reckon he qualified very low because he decided to just do it across the tournament, is, is John McAllister. Now, my money is that John McAllister's probably playing Gallagher as a full time job you know, in the last two months. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and John's, you know, he, his Robotron score and Marathon score for, for Asteroids. Like in that group of ten, he'd be the one that I'd be most looking at. Um, most afraid of. Yeah, well, I mean, if John McAllister really turns his attention to Gallagher, he could he could destroy the guy. He can do anything. Yeah, well, he's pretty good. On that. No, he's he's amazing, dude. He's he, like I said, we yeah. uh, we talk about it too much on the show. Yeah. He's moved in. Yeah. Classic arcade gamer of all time. Already, I think John McAllister's the best arcade game player out there. I think Donald Hayes is the best arcade game player out there. Okay. Those two guys. But McAllister's it's more those two things like Asteroid, which is all buttons and Robotron, which is eight weight joysticks. One is a very short game, one is a fifty something hour long game. I mean Galadri comparison I'm not saying a cinch, but it'd be you know, it's it's got it's got a pattern behavior that he learned pretty quickly, I think. He really turned his attention to it. I'm not saying he'll do that before the tournament. I'm not saying he'll do it on the tournament. But I think there's some players going in there that are um, pretty um, solid players. Now, so, I mean, I have to ask when it comes to these scores, how long did it take you to get back up to being able to get a million, two million? Um, was it, like, immediate? Did you have a short time or maybe it was struggle to get to 200,000 or was it pretty quick to get back into it? Well, it was it was quick. It was funny. It was not having played. I, I wasn't going to do any practice. I just thought, I told Adam when he said, hey, Phil, we want to come to this tournament. So I haven't played in nine years. Yeah. He said, that's even, he said, that's even better. That makes for a good story. Even better to come along. So my intention was to turn up and not play. He turned up and played the practice before him. And then I thought, no, I should practice. And I got on. I was out in I think I was all out for, I didn't even get through to stage 31. So I played my next game and I got through yeah, to stage 31. I know. You're the 31? I know. I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, 31? I mean, I, I would. The best score ever at the stage, like 25. <laughs> but that's about. I only have this player. 50,000 points, say 350,000 points. And then I organized to get my machine back, which I didn't own anymore. That's my brother in law had it. But I that's got it back. Right, yeah, that's right. I forgot you had sold then, it. Sorry? You said I forgot you sold your cabinet. You had you had sold it before I think You sold it right after you got your world record, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I sold it before Christmas that year. I never intended to play again, and that was the honest truth. It's only that this Meow Wolf event's come up that's got me on the playing again. But mostly so I don't disgrace myself when I get there. Yeah. No, I remember when <laughs> I met you in two thousand eleven you talking about you basically just saying you know, I, I don't know what the future is, but I don't foresee myself ever playing that game again. But, you know, who knows? But. The problem is, me, I will ask the questionnaire, you know, like, what did you sacrifice for Gallagher? And my answer was Gallagher. Like, <laughs> like you play it so much, you don't want to play it anymore. Like, it's just, it's just not, 
you lose. And the problem is, as you guys know, if you learn to play a game, as you get better at it, you don't improvise as much. It doesn't become as interesting as it was as you were learning it. So you start to just feel so familiar. You just it's like learning a musical instrument. You end up, you know, playing probably other pieces of music that are more difficult or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But, but I think that anyway, with Gallagher getting back on it again and playing, it was interesting. All the muscle memory and, and all the sort of recovery memory. Like I haven't played in years, but the the score that I was trying to break in 2009 was Andrew Laidlaw's score, which was 2.7 million. And within a week, I hit 2.7 million. Whereas that took me the better part of a whole year to reach. Yeah. <laughs> so that was so that was interesting to back. But I haven't I haven't equaled that score since playing. I've had a 2.2 million, a 2.1. I've had a lot of scores around 1.2 and above. But the interesting thing is I'm only playing one game a day. I don't I don't practice multiple games. I just figure for the tournament, you know, just step on, play one game. That's what we're going to have to do. So I'm not sort of over practicing. Although I feel like I'm in time. That's good. I mean, now after all this is said and done, I mean, like you just mentioned, there isn't. It's not like Donkey Kong community, which is you know th been thriving for a long time now. And mm -hmm. Donkey Kong's different because it's Donkey Kong is mm -hmm. the most controversial game outside of Dragster. But what is it? Fortnite is. No, I am joking. Fortnite. Okay, whatever. Fortnite. No, but like you said, there isn't a there isn't like a you know strict community for uh, Galaga. Now, if for some reason something like that were to happen, would you be interested in being a part of that? Or do you think after this tournament you'll kind of go back to where you've been the last nine years and just kind well, of forget about it? Well, that's interesting because while I've been in contact with Mark Schultz and John Klinkle, because they're both going to be there, yeah. I've been talking to Andrew Little a bit and Armando Gonzalez and uh, a bit of text message with Andrew Barrow. And I'm just quickly on Andrew Barrett. He's also got a score, I think, in my top 20 on Donkey Kong. So he's one of the rare sort of Galaga players who actually plays something else. Play um, but anyway, I spoke to Mark and John and said, because we were talking about stuff, I said, why don't we start a Galaga forum? And we did. We just started. It's up now, but it doesn't have a leaderboard on it yet, but it's up and going. Oh, so I said after he's we get the first score. Yeah, What's Mike that? and I are going to post some uh, legit scores. From the Xbox that. Live. Well... <laughs> Well, I mean, we're taking a lot of scores from Twin Galaxy and also from Orcade. Um, um, and then we'll take some live, like at Meow Wolf, we'll just verify ourselves. Largely because, you know, people like Andrew Laidlaw and Andrew Barron, myself, and John Kinkle, you know, Mark Short, if we can't verify them. Is John, one of the, is John Kinkle uh, playing? Did he yeah, make, he's playing. He, he made the yeah, top ten? I figured. He's yeah. going to be my dark horse. Oh, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. he... Yeah, he's very good. He um, he's interesting because he, he lives so far from the machine, so he rarely plays. He'll turn up not having played for a year and put like one point eight million on. <laughs> he's yeah, just a freak. That's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think um, so I, yeah, I think to answer your question, I, I that'll be my very casual involvement. If a real Gallagher thing turned up, I I'd like to come along just to do commentary. You know? <laughs> just, just to sort of give some commentary on a game playing, like. I, I'll, I'll keep my cabinet, but I'll put Robotron in it, you know, that means flipping the monitor and, you know, putting two joy like dedicating the cabinet to, to Robotron, so there won't be any buttons on it. But it's been a, I mean, it's a real nice surprise to be invited to yeah. you know, back to yeah. the US and, and, you know, and hang out with for a few days in Santa Fe and, you know, I mean, who would have thought? It's just crazy, really. 
yeah. um, for a four-year-old brain, which is, you know, it's not as if, well, from to my knowledge, it's not as if Namco, Namco Band-Aid is throwing all the money at it. You know, it's just me and Wolf. Well, there's, there's always a Namco, uh, like we're playing right here, there's oh, every year Namco makes... Every five years, Namco makes some money by re-releasing Namco Essentials. <laughs> yeah, Namco Museum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <team>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But only since the recent consoles, it actually plays like the actual arcade. But yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. Is that people like um, John Quinkle and... Uh, not John, sorry, Mark and a few others will say that Mame's actually a bit more difficult on... on you know, it's a bit more difficult than the um, actual arcade machine. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I'm not I, good, I, but... I've I never really harder. played it, but yeah. it does feel very different. There's something about. I think Gallagher feels very contemporary. You know, it feels like a game that probably just came out. You know, it plays very smooth. It looks smooth. Even though it's got like very simple graphics, it's, broken. I think they've got it right. I think it's. I actually think it's the best. You know, computer ever made. Um, no, it's got a very... and and it's funny because I always, you know, I was I was born in the end of 1980. So to me, like. To me, Asteroids and uh, Galaga or, or Mario Brothers are like the same thing. Like, I don't think of them as being like... Yeah. You know, obviously if a game came out in 77 or 78, the 82 game is going to be much more advanced. But in my head, like, all of those games are the same game. Like, in my head, they came out at the same time, which I know isn't true. Um, so, I totally agree with you because you want to play, like... Even just like the original Pac-Man, but you like look at Space Invaders and compare it to Galaga. Galaga is so far advanced from Space Invaders, and really it's only like two years newer. Or just more advanced than... But it's, it's just played so much better. Everything about it seems... Better than Galaxian. Oh, Galaxian is unplayable. Right? Oh, I think, I think even, even if you compare it to games that came later, I'm not talking about the similarity of games and style, but say something like Double Dragon and those sort of punching games. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's something about Galaga which is just very smooth. It plays smooth. It, it feels like what you're what you're wanting to do. The machine responds to very accurately. You know, and it's a bit of young who's left and right and shoot. Yeah. But I think the real thing with video games is, especially ones where you shoot things, there's got to be a sense of physics. So like Angry Birds, you know, like it feels like you're knocking stuff over. There's some games that don't feel like that. Like you shoot something that doesn't feel like having weight, it's just sort of like a little puff. Whereas in Gallagher, it really does feel like you fire a rock and hit something and dodging something. The physics, imagine you put the physics of a simple water, it, it feels like you're trying to. No, you know what I mean? No, no, that makes sense. Yep, no, no, no totally. totally. We were talking about our hockey game, and when you body check somebody, it's like you body check it. And when you play these new games, it's not the same. No, and that's yeah. a good part. You said it's more like a contemporary game. That makes total sense because you play a Call of Duty or a game like that, and when you're shooting the gun, and obviously because the graphics look so good, it looks like you're killing someone. But like this, it, it does what you want it to do. Yep. You are in control. You're in control of it, and you're right. I never thought about it like that. But that is why I always like Galaga the best, because I've played all the other games, and even a game like Donkey Kong, like, you said, like, you'll hit the jump button sometimes, and it won't jump, and why is it that he can fall six inches and he dies? I did, stuff like that in, in the older games never made sense to me, because it was like... What kind of a game set is this? Like, it doesn't make sense with Galaga. It's pretty simple. If you avoid the ship, you don't get shot, and if you get hit, you die. So. Well, if you compare it to Galaxian, like that was a precursor. Yeah. 
remember collecting when you could only fire one shot at a time. Yeah, and it had the loop being put, and it was and the shot was quite slow. And then the grab, the sound was horrible. Like you, I couldn't. It was just ear piercing. Like, eee! <laughs> like, mm. And the way they sort of moved was a bit. I don't know. Sort of, Cool. Something odd about their behaviour. But Gallagher has those limitations too, but they're and sometimes they put a bar in, and this is just boring, I'm just having to sort of do this, because in this it's weaker, you know you can hit it once, and then you know you can hit it again, and especially I was just watching Michael play before when he got um, caught by the Pelago boss, Yeah. like, he should have shot it once before he got taken up, that way when it comes down, you just hit it once, you know, so there's little strategies or tactics like that that make it more comfortable, you know, yeah. to play, and I think it's a game that's, you can, I mean, I used, I mean, it sounds I used chess theory to play, you know, the way I approached the game was to divide the board how I wanted it. So if you play it enough, the students start making their own pattern through how to play it. So like, watching Michael play now, um, see I think where he, uh, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to sort of comment on where he should go and what he should do, so it's all in one spot and another. See I'd be where he is now at the end of the pattern. Um, and if he sits more in the middle, yeah, that's it. So you drag your blocks to you, then you get space to come back and do it again. Now, people like Andrew Label, um, he, he'll play a, a game that's more like, I mean, I, and, he, and he agree with me on that, he's more like a, a hitter in baseball who's either going to knock it out of the park for a home run. Yeah, my understanding is from our talks from a long time ago on the Twin Galaxy show, um, he loses a ship, it could, it could be the end of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, he plays a game that's very aggressive, yeah, and it works. You no, know, it works for him. <laughs> he's got the world record on, arc, on, on an arcade machine. Yeah. It's four and a half. Been there for what's eight years or something, seven years. So, so he's he. It's a it's a fantastic score, um, but he also knows the limitations of that. So he's either going for that big hit or it's a swing and a miss. Um, and I and I think um, Armando Gonzalez plays a bit like that, but John Klinkle doesn't. Me and John play very similarly. Um, Mark plays a bit different. I don't know what John McAllister's game would be like. Um, but it's, it's, there the are best. Different the best. You'll find a new way to play it. You'll find the reverse what? B trick where you get four ships across the whole board. <laughs> just one big <laughs> but, the whole the whole bottom when he get when he gets to twelve lies, he'll do something, and the whole bottom will be filled, like Galaga eighty eight or something. He'll walk in and he'll be and he'll just go. This game's easy, guys. <laughs> All you got, <laughs> you guys forgot about the other yeah, button exactly. that you. Ah, <laughs> I started talking about fun. Nice. Yeah, that's okay. No. But, but when, you look, when you look at Donkey Kong and Gallagher as an example, like Donkey Kong does require some sort of prior knowledge for the world record. You know what I mean? Like you, there's little yeah. spots where you that bit of footage you showed. There'll be someone where just someone, you know, sit near a barrel on fire and you just jump up and down, rack up points, that point pressing. Whereas Gallagher doesn't have that. You can't, you can't sit somewhere. There's no so the prior knowledge is really just go left, go right, shoot, and get captured. You know, there's not real. 
the rest is really just how you decide to do it. There's a few little things here and there that can help you with the game. Yeah. You most discover those pretty quickly. Um, but there's nothing really that's going to, you know, the challenging stages, you'll figure those out pretty quickly. They're not that difficult. Um, they're not that challenging. You know, most people, like, if you miss, you knew you miss anybody, you miss one, you know, just there's a couple, there's a couple stages that some people find more difficult than others. But I think yep. it's a really cool... Stage 21. Really... Sorry? I think it's stage 21 is my, is my issue in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I love actually said that to people. I think that stages 12, 13, and 14 need special attention. The spacing between when the, the enemy enters is much tighter. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that, I think, and they, they often lose at that point. They'll lose a shit there. So if you can get up to stage 13 or, or 12, um, what stage are you at now? You just started. I just restarted, yeah. You got to stage 15, Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't efficient on the challenging stages. Really I didn't. I didn't. I yeah. It's not working perfectly. I'm. I'm remembering this controller's kind of mm -hmm. broken, but. I haven't, play, I haven't played, and so those are my excuses. But uh, yeah, I saw in the chat maybe maybe Michael should uh, go for the 1500. You never know. That 12 percent of me showing up. Oh, well, I mean, well, like Adam said, you know, they'll cover, they'll treat you like a VIP, so that's more than incentive to go. I think you should go. I mean, oh, if yeah, else, I want to go. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> I think that I was going to die. Now, Phil, have you ever been a... Uh... Like Donkey Kong. <clears throat> You have to, well, I was going to say, with Donkey Kong too, you have to have some masochistic tendencies to want to play that game too. So, um, <laughs> right, Glenn? You there? Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, as far as the culture emerging around Gallagher, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a, it's a very liked game for the obvious reasons. It's it's a very oh, yeah. the learning curve is pretty pretty quick. You can get in and play it very quickly. It's not confusing what you're supposed to do. But it's more a case of people wanting to rack up world record scores. Is um, not taking this away from anyone who got a world record score, but it's it's a bit of a distraction from the the reasons why you get into it. Mm -hmm. So you might find you like the game, but you give up because you're not good enough to compete at it. So okay. I think that uh, it's a relaxing you know, game. I think I think it's a soothing I game. Think, honestly, Galaga is one of those games to attribute to. It's not like this is a new game or anything, but Galaga is like uh, honestly one of those games, um, almost like uh, what's it called, like Mario Kart, where ev everyone likes it. Like, I've never met anyone who was like, mm -hmm. I hate Galaga. I'm going to burn a Galaga yeah. cabinet. People are just, it's one of those things that even <laughs> if you're not good at it, most people have, are like, oh, Galaga's fun. You know, even if they suck at it, they're like, yeah, that's fun. You know, it's just, you know, it's such an yeah. easy game to pick up, even if it's not. You can love, you can have fun playing the game and suck at it, which is kind of cool yeah. concept for a video game. It's not a frustrating game. No, know? not at all. That's why it was the number one selling arcade game no, of all sense. time. And I do think that is a huge part of its ease of play. If a game is easy enough to play, it doesn't really matter if you're good at it. Because it's just fun. Well, it's fun to play, It's fun yeah. to throw a quarter in there, mm -hmm. and, you know. Well, and honestly, they're true. finding bowling alleys in restaurants. It's still like the only cabinet sometimes you'll see at a uh, restaurant. Yeah. So. Oh, so my, my, if you can get the stage 31 without losing a man, then you can get the world record. Like, theoretically, you can. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That'd be like in baseball so, terms of like, if you can hit 50 home runs by if you July can hit, 1st, if, you might be correct. If you can hit 101 <laughs> fastball every time. But see, stage 31, 
you, you soon realize once you've played enough that it's the same game, yeah. Up, really nothing. But the real thing with Gallagher is once you've got that skill set, the other thing that's much harder to exercise, which I've found out in the last eight weeks, is concentration. So you'll talk to any Gallagher player, usually it's it's the error occurs just when concentration lapses. Uh, button. That's it. Because like you said, the game has a slight hypnotic quality, like it's quite therapeutic to play on one level. Um, but once your mind starts to that was hopeless. <laughs> but once you once your mind if you start thinking about something, you know, if it, it's alright if a thought comes in, but once you rest on it, then it's all happening so quick and gallery that you just you miss something in your out. So um, that's the biggest problem. No, I agree. Part. That's actually that's um, that's always been my problem with video games in general. Um, so you're not good at them? I'm just not the good. No, I lose. <laughs> no, it's why I always said jokingly, like I lose interest while I'm playing. While you're playing, that's and true. And I do it all the time, even in games like Contra, which there's only a couple games where I'm like really good at it. But even in Contra. It'll get to like, I'll be on stage five. I've done it where I've lost like one or two lives mm -hmm. in stage five. And for two seconds, if it's even two seconds, I like think about something, I like forget that I'm playing the game. Mm -hmm. And even those two seconds, actually, when I come back to it, I'm like, oh crap, like, what am I even doing? You know, and then I might die three times in a minute. And I'm like, god dang it. That's always, the concentration is always my problem with video games. It's why, I'm, it's why I, honestly, one of the reasons why I'm not that good and why I stopped playing, because I can just immediately see my concentration. I just, I'm not thinking about it. And I, well, I get about 20 minutes and that's it. Well, like you were saying before, like, you weren't, these games weren't expected. One was probably supposed to last one summer ago, maybe a year at best. Exactly. It wasn't supposed to be racking up scores of four and a half million like Andrew Label, three and a half by Andrew Barrow. You know, these are, it wasn't meant for that. Oh, um, hell no. This so, is meant to make some money in the 1981 calendar year, and that was about it. So I didn't need that. No one was expecting that little concentration to be taken to that level. Oh, no. And I think that I was talking to Glenn about it before, like my. And we both agree on this. I think for me, the most coveted world record score in arcade games is the Robotron tournament setting with Calistan. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's about 10 or 12 minutes long to get it. And that's ideal. That's like an old arcade game. If you played Gallagher for 12 minutes, you probably had a high score for a week. You know, that was a really good score. Oh, no, I bet. You know, so, but, but in Gallagher now, you've got to play for, well, for my score was 3.2 million. That was a, that was like two hours and 10 minutes or something, at least two hours. Yeah. So you got to play two hours just to approach the world. But without the same pausing. Dunk, <laughs> you're playing without pausing for 12 frames. No, it's true. Without pausing, yeah. which is a huge thing. Or, in or 24 frames. Yeah. Uh, a quick question, Bill. Have you ever been... Uh, have you ever been playing arcade in the arcade and then afterwards someone said, oh, by the way, this is Maine? <laughs> and were you surprised? <laughs> well, when I went looking for a machine to play on, I found one and it was Maine, but they, they, they were... <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked that because actually there was a question I forgot that I was going to ask um, uh, Phil. Have you? I don't know if they have them over there in Australia, but maybe you'll get to play one when you're here. Have you seen these giant Gala Galaga Miss Pac-Man machines? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I played on. It was horrible. It's horrible. It's <laughs> so yeah, they're like humongous. Oh, they really? Go to David Buster's. Oh, okay. It's uh, ten feet tall. It's so delayed. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. it's a main thing. It's, yeah, it doesn't play. Like that. so that's why I end up getting humongous. Like, oh, okay. I mean, it's That's 10 feet tall. That's why I had cabinet back. I couldn't find a machine with a Gallagher board in it. I couldn't get one. I couldn't find one around the plane in any arcades. 
well, there's a few arcades in Melbourne, but none of them had it. There was once, there was a tabletop, but I wasn't going to play the tabletop. That, like a cocktail. that would be great. A tabletop oh. sounds like Well, that's what I, I want. I bought a Bosconian for the purposes oh, yeah. to convert it and put it in my kitchen. Yeah. But Except that I, I actually like Bosconian. Better? Yeah. I love it. I did start loving it, but when... But the, the board was bad. My board, well, somebody bought it from Japan, so... Oh, I want to be sitting at the table. Yeah. But I think also, speaking to Armando Gonzalez, who's here we do, he's qualified. He qualified with a score of 3 million points. I think he had men left over and just walked away. And um, he um, he made a really honest remark, which was, you know, in Gallagher, you do need a little bit of luck to really turn a gamer, you know, just as bad luck to go the other way. Right? So having a bit of luck on your side during a game, like I was playing a game the other day where I, I think I got to 1.8 million and I had three men remaining. And it was my daughter's best one, I have a two and a half year old. Yeah. And so I just switched off. But the amount of times I thought I shouldn't have survived that, that was just too close. I was lucky to get through that. You know? <laughs> and you don't really, you feel like you don't, you feel like you've cheated because you've just had a bit of luck go your way. At times you just, you just put yourself too close to, to um, the game over. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that is Gallagher, like it's it's a pretty, well you know when you're playing it then, Nick, you know, you're looking at the bottom, but only in your periphery, you're sort of, you, you've got a funny place where you've got to watch, oh, every, yeah. there's so much moving going on, um, you're never really just stationed around the activities happening closest to you, and as those bees and boys start to drop and start circling you, you know they're going to loop back around again, so you start trying to measure where they're exiting and where they're entering, I don't know, it's, there's a lot to sort of, manage over a long period of time. It doesn't feel like it when you hit that zone. It's, it's like you can't get out. And they all and all the Gallagher players talk about that. You hit the zone hitting once, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> once you are once you're in that zone you just feel indestructible. You just go, oh, yes, it's comfortable and, and I, when I get in that zone I always feel shorter. I feel like shorter and the screen looks bigger. Um, <laughs> be, I mean, I'm seeing it so much clearer. Like it's not running fast, it's, it's running a bit slower. Mm. So you can see everything. But I think it's just some sort of saturation effect, you know, it's like retinal burn of some sort. Yeah. But I also think that, that I always find to get to that point, I've got to at least got to a million points before I get there. So you've got to play it a certain amount of time to, so that's about I don't know, a million points is someone that needs, I don't know, 40 no. minutes, maybe so I can't remember. No, Phil, I totally get that. I mean, I love Galaga. Galaga's top three, you know, favorite games of all time. Uh, my high score is only 182,000 though. I've never been able to get past that next um, level. I've played it for 20 years. I've never been able to get past that. Um, but I've had a couple of those games. I had one last fall actually where I had not died. Oh come yet. on! I had not died yeah. yet. I was at 170,000. Finally. And it was one of those things. It was by the I don't know what stage it was by stage 18 or something like that. Mm. I hadn't died yet, and it wasn't even difficult. It was one of those things where I, and as soon as I started going, because I, I was just kind of like, wow, this is really easy. Like, I'm not even having trouble. And once you acknowledge and that. I, in my head, I was like, I was like, wow, this is really easy. And the second I thought that, I was like, shit. <laughs> and I died three <laughs> times in about 40 seconds. And well, that's. Yeah. that's that's and I the was it. I died, and I got 181 or something. <laughs> I did. I had not died 170 or 171, whatever it was, and I yeah. got 11,000 over the next five guys or whatever. And it's like, God dang it, you know? That demonstrates Gallagher perfectly, and I think that's the 
that's the problem that I'm having. Well, the problems that I'll face or have, like my skill set. I think in many ways my game is better than it was when I was doing the world record, even got the world record, because ah. it's things I've worked on. But yeah. the problem is what I don't have up my side is time. So building the sort of the mental endurance to play for longer, and you can't accelerate that over four weeks or eight weeks. Yeah. So if I was seriously thinking I'm going to attempt the world record again, then you'd be aiming for maybe a game like September this year. You know, you'd be sort of putting yeah. in, you know, you have a regular, you'd be playing, you're not, you know, you just practice through the week and you videotape your game to get closer. It's like, you wouldn't even be videotaping at the moment, you'd just be trying to hit two, you want to hit an average of two and a half million, you know, maybe you know, three million really, the average, but you want to be hitting three million regularly. Yeah. And then think, yeah, well, you start recording, you're not going to record every game. So I think, um, I think, you know, to, to look at these players going, like you were saying before, like, oh, you know, 31 stages. Mark Shaw, he, I think he qualified at sort of number, position number five or six, I can't remember. And he was saying, hey, Phil, do you reckon I'll be right to get in? You know, and this was a, about a week out from it. And I said, you got 1.2 million. And he said, yeah, but I'm worried someone's going to push me out. I said, do you know, realise how few people can get 1.2 million on the planet? Yeah, like, exactly. Most of the people don't play it, for one, you know. So, <laughs> No women going, so you could probably say that's half the population might play going. Easy, yeah. Yeah, and then you say all the younger people aren't going, and you've got a whole generation who aren't going again. Then you look at countries where it's not popular, like probably China and India. Like, so um, so but he felt that 1.2 was was maybe stronger. But um, I said you can comfortably one, you're going to get you'll be going to meet out. Oh, what about stay there, stay there. Now, now slide under them. Don't. We're good. You taught me everything I know, so. <laughs> I was say, it's it's a fact of me applying it is the other part. Phil, he went well, from yeah. not even coming close to my score to he met you, and a month later he triple my score. <laughs> I mean, it was like watching a play. I was like, what the hell? Like it was pretty amazing how quickly he caught on. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that um, with this tournament. Because it's a knockout tournament, I know Adam didn't expand on that. But it's a knockout, and therefore it's it's not going to be to do with you get a second chance to play again and again like the Kong off. Now we all went to the Kong off together. Well, Glenn wasn't there, but we went together, and um, and I was a little bit. That was a good Kong off. And good, and it was great that Richie Nuffles was doing it. But my feeling was it was going to be a knockout, which I felt was a better idea. I thought we'd have the machines lined up and. You know, you'd see people bracketed and then you'd sort of have a head to head, but it was just all day into the night to see if you get the best score, which is much the way we do a world record score. But I think a tournament really is going to be the best on the day, you know, not, not, yep. you know, there's no resetting in that. So it's not really about, I know Adam would like to see a world war record set, and I think that um, there's a good chance that it could be one Thursday or Friday. Yeah, well, uh, well Armando Gonzalez, he's been getting really big scores and um, I think he would like to produce the score live, so I think he's a real contender for that and a real contender to win the tournament. Um, but I think in the other side of it is the that, scores nope. that we're going to see won't be, I don't think people will necessarily be matching their personal bests or even the one in half of them. Well, it depends on what people's consistencies are. And, and that's the, the pressure thing. of being streamed live on the internet with me watching. No, I'm just joking. Thirteen percent chance of being. Or yeah, the thirteen. Oh, it went up a percent. It's up to thirteen. Yeah, we thought about that and it died. That's okay. No, there's no outro. Okay. So, 
Um, I did have one more question uh, since I was playing a lot of it. Uh, have you ever just like played the one ship thing, or what's your thought on speed, the, the double ups, the double shot speed? I still like one ship. I think it's what, what do you mean, like rapid fire? Or yeah, do you one? like rapid fire, or just like, eh, it's not even, it's a novelty. I, I think it's fun, but I, I think that it's a. Well, it was. It came as a cheat. It was. That was what its intention was. I think was to sort of upgrade Galaga yeah. to make it feel more, you know, like Maiden or something. It was just a. I it's know, like it's, it's a fun way of playing it, but it does take a lot of the, mm -hmm. a lot of aspects of Galaga are needed in place. That's what it was designed. You know, it's it's already bad enough that Galaga has a pretty low AI. Like it's not as if the bugs are learning your behaviour. They're mm -hmm. just doing repeating the same thing they always do. The enemies are. And then you add rapid fire, so you sort of, you, it's not how it was engineered to be played, so it's kind of, it is a cheat, there's no two ways about it. You're going yeah. to get more skills on rapid fire than without it. And what about there's, single player, or just single ship rules? <laughs> oh, single, yeah, well, single ship rapid fire, but why not just do single ship? No, just single ship. Oh, just single ship. Yeah, have you ever tried no, it, or just played it that way, on purpose? See how far you can get? <laughs> the weird thing was, when I first got my cabinet, and I thought I'll start going for the world record because um, I was playing on ones in cafes and stuff and they had rapid fire or they weren't set to rank D and, you know, of course it made a big difference when I go on to play and I had no one to talk to about it and there was, you know, in Australia there wasn't a community like you guys have over there. You just have no so friends. So I thought maybe they were getting the world record by playing single ship. So I spent the first, I don't know, Few weeks playing single ship, and that's how you do it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I fell. I, I just I, played, I played single bigger, ship till I was like fifteen. I double ships. I did not know. <laughs> um, but because it was a bigger target, when I ranked D, I found it difficult. So I thought I'll play single ship, and I think you know maybe my top score on single ship would have been. I wouldn't have been much. I mean, if you, I mean, if you, if you had, if you got five hundred thousand points on single ships, you're. I think Andrew got a million or something crazy. Andrew. Barra. Barra. Oh, there you go. Well, he's a pretty solid player, though, isn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> the beast. Is that, is that single ships with rapid fire or just single ships? No, single ship. That's what I'm saying. So he's, he's putting 250. Oh, is that with. Single five ship, men not, not, not rapid. It's five men only, or. F uh, it could be five. I don't think there's a marathon track for it, but. I, I don't know. Yeah, pretty impressive. One ship, no, you know, he's averaging out 150,000 points. No. Oh well, more, the 200,000 points. Well, that's, 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 yeah, that seems about doable. But you'd have, like I said, you're a pretty good player to do that. Like, if I got down to the last man, I wouldn't be expecting to put 200,000 points on. Oh, I forgot this one. Oh, it's this one. There yeah, you go. My single ship was, uh, I think it was 126 or something like that. No, I missed it. Which is funny, my double ship's only 182. Like, it's not that much difference, really. Yes! Yeah, 182,000. Yeah. yeah, 182,000, and my single ship, I think, was 1.6 or something like that. 121, 126, something like that. But again, that was before yes! I learned Can't remember that it. you could do two ships. <laughs> so I had, been playing for, I had been playing for years with one ship. So I was already really good, and then the second ship almost screwed my game up, actually. Because you couldn't dodge as well. Yeah. Obviously, you couldn't dodge that, as well. I think that when you, like saying, but when you don't know how to, when you once you master the patterns more, if that's the right term, but master, yeah, yeah, you I'm find sure. your method for, for clearing the screen. You lose a lot of innovative play. 
So someone like Andrew Label would be a good example. He's, he's so good at clearing the screen that he doesn't practice the, the single shifts. He doesn't need to. Exactly. And you, especially if you're going for a world record, if he had a bad run, he'd go, I'll just, I'll just restart it. Yeah. But he, why practice it? So those little bits that you might find you're in trouble with, he would rarely find himself in trouble with those. Well, they'd always happen somewhere in the game, but he might already have racked up two million points before he has that problem happen. So um, you just don't exercise that part. It's like people who play no. golf. They go to driving ranges and knock out buckets full of balls because they like hitting balls a long way. But they forget that a large part of the game is going to be putting, you know, yeah. or, or just approaching a green, whereas, you know, people practice that one stroke where you get the tee the ball, how you it sits on a perfect line and hit it. Perfect, right? Whereas they don't practice throwing the ball in the sand as often as they probably do teeing off, you know. Yeah. So I think um, Gallagher with double ships is where you want to be. Because when that fails, everyone's in a bit of a scramble. And, and people have different approaches for doubling ships. Mark Schultz has got a, there's a his approach is the other end of mine. He, he's sort of less aggressive and waits for the form, but then you've got a bigger struggle with him. James, uh, um, Glenn, what's the initials build? J? I will admit, Phil, yep. I lost a little. Uh, for the game once I realized you could do two ships. I, yeah. I, it wasn't quite as fun for me. It almost, I was better at the game point-wise, but I, I I liked Galaga because for me, it was like the perfect test of your reflexes to see your dodging skills, really. I mean, it was well, like a you simple thing. Point, like I was gonna ask you guys this, all right? And Glenn as well, like, I think that, see, Hank Chan has, I mean, we're using talking Donkey Kong because of all the obvious reasons, but we also know the names we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So, Hank, I think he's still ranked fifth in the world. Yeah, he's still very high up. Yeah. Five or six, anyway. But he's not playing anymore. And he's only about 100,000 points away from the current world record. Now, the interesting thing about that is he says, I think, when he's being modest, says, I just don't have that skill set. But I don't think that's entirely true. Like, you can learn from it, you know, from those other machines. Yeah. Games. But I often wonder if there's an expiry date for people. Like, like say, for instance, Steve Weeby, he's scored sitting on the Twin Galaxies sites from 2010, and it's a million and 50,000 points or something. So he's been going to Commerce and hasn't better that score since. Yeah. And, like, and this is to do with what you were saying, Nick. You said, oh, I found it more fun before. I think there is an expiry date for players. Once you've sort of mastered it, you yeah. know, and I think yeah. it's fair to say anyone who's kind of kill screen on Donkey Kong has kind of mastered it in a way. Like they know what to do, they've just got to find ways to find more points. And I think in Gallagher, if you, you know, if you can get to like, let's keep it simple, like half a million points without losing a man, you've mastered it. It's just the same game again and again. Mm -hmm. And I think the expiry happens when you just don't care anymore. Like it's yep, hard to come that, back. that's a big thing, is when you don't, like this game right here. Championship edition. Yep. I well, played the heart out of it, and then it's, eh, I'm done. And I think yeah. that's actually the level that is the difference, is you, like you could say, anyone, if they play something long enough, can master it. But I think it's two different levels of mastering it, and then still giving a shit after you master it. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly, that's always yeah. my problem. Yeah. I'm not saying I've mastered anything, but once I've gotten good at, like I said with Galago, once I learned there was two ships, and I played it a couple times, I lost interest. Kind of lost I the fun. Loved, I still really loved the game, but it wasn't as fun anymore, because I thought 
the one ship. I, that's what I thought was so cool about that game. I was like, this game's so crazy after a certain point. It's almost impossible. And then once I learned there was two, it was like, oh, there's like another level here. And then, of course, I learned there was like crazy high scores. And I was like, okay. You know? <laughs> like, All right, I'm I don't done. Know. I mean, this, I don't know. I was just yeah. like, kind of I, think I think that's a difference. When you look at a game, like pinballs have infinite variables. You know, you're not going to. Yes. You're not going to play the same game with pinball ever, just as gold has infinite uh, Golgar. Well, something like Tempin Bowling has less variables, you know, yeah. like, it's always, always. In it's always the same alley, you know, like, it's it's got strict rules, and it's still very yeah, good, but once you start scoring 300, 320 virtually, <laughs> you go, well, what am I turning up for again? Like, you set yourself a goal, and you do it, where there's some things that I don't think you ever truly master, and I think that probably belongs to... Marathon runners, it's always going to be a challenge. Of course. Like the yeah. mental challenge and other things. And I think that for some games, they might be like that. You know, some of those marathoners like Tim McVeigh who's going down to do a one-hour run. I mean, that's a different that's a different mindset. But for, you know, for most of us, I think my objective was to go for the world record. Um, I got it. And after that, I didn't want to play it again. I literally didn't play a full game again until getting this cabinet back. Wow. Like I just, and I even had that on the, with you guys, Michael and no, Mick and Josh. When I met you guys at Tomba, I think it's even on that video saying, you know, Josh said, does it ruin it for you when you play it? And I said, I have no want to play it again. Like I just didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't at the time when I set that score either. I was diagnosed with clinical depression at the end of that year. Like yeah. I don't have a lot of it was a pretty weird time for me, and when I look back on it, I sort of still find it strange that I did it, you know. So I think, um, and I was saying to Glenn, I was talking to Glenn earlier today, saying for me to, for me, I to offer this, it's kind of a chance to sort of, um, sort of refresh my, sort of override or, you know, not a race, but sort of revisit it in a really fun way, and, and that'll be my own victory, my personal one, but that doesn't mean I'm not going with some competitive spirit. But did you ever see that footage of Stephen Bradbury at the Olympic Games, the Winter Olympics, where he slid through to get gold medal because everyone fell over? Oh, the, uh, the ice, the speed skating? Yeah, the ice. yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was very, that's very cool, yeah. <laughs> Is that going to be you, Glenn? <laughs> or Glenn, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Phil? <laughs> uh, I, saw, I looked at Glenn's face for a second. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, well, my, my strategy is pretty much the Stephen Bradbury one. My feeling is I'm really practicing for third place. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to get third place, but there's a few players in front of me. If they fail, I might slide in if I don't fail. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I think there's going to be some people like Andrew and Amando, I think, have a game produce very big scores if they hit the ground running. And I think Andrew Barrow, who's playing one, plays Donkey Kong, he just came from the Kong off and he's recently put a score up on... Um, Twin Galaxies, like on, on tournament setting late last year, and been putting stuff up on names. So his skill set, right where you want it to be, like his 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 games where you want it to be. Hey, look at that! Look at that! You're playing. Look at that! Look at that! Look at you right here in the studio. <laughs> look at your legs. <laughs> you got restless legs. In. <laughs> so dumb. But, I, but yeah, I think I I think you know there's some really strong players and there's people like Mark Schultz um, who's been playing a lot over the last couple of years and getting consistently good scores and John Klinkle's 
a real mystery man. Like he, he barely plays and he always Yeah, like he's he, gonna he win. You heard it here. I'm so on the screen. He's gonna win. He already won. He already won. Right. <laughs> I, I already called it. I already called it. So well, be I think it would be a good tournament. I think you know, really you think that you could run a tournament and you could run the next day and you might get a completely different set of winners. Whereas I don't think that's true of other games. I think other games may not have that I think it's because of that recovery. If you lose a ship you've got to recover There's a big difference in That's gonna be that's gonna be the winner of the uh, tournament. So just a reminder folks, uh, we won't be on of course settle you know, check out our our channel here, Glenn streams quite frequently. Um, but make sure you day, yeah. yeah, six hours a day. Um, uh, <laughs> make sure you guys check out the Galaga World Championships. Go to scorewars.com if you are in the New Mexico area, or maybe if you have a 12% chance of making it, maybe you will see me if I, if the 12%, well, that would be 6%, wouldn't it? Yeah. Actually, be lower than yeah. that with two people with 12%. It, it changes by the hour. Yeah, so uh, yeah. make sure you guys yeah, check out the man. website. Uh, go. Uh, they will be broadcasting on twitch.tv slash meowwolf. Meow. So uh, hopefully we see we will see Phil there competing. Um, it's going to be great. In theory. In theory, yeah. <laughs> so uh, awesome. Um, and just a reminder, folks, one more time, um, if you have seen this uh, bag of tapes, <laughs> um, make sure you guys go to 800 sauce.com the laundry in there <laughs> it doesn't look like tapes to me that no, looks like either shredded documents or old towels oh god 24 frames right one ups 24 frames of one ups um so thanks for joining us folks make sure you guys uh stay tuned on our facebook channel uh if you want to support us bring us back more than just once a month uh, as an official show of news and entertainment and stupid skits about MAME. Make sure you hit that right above Phil's head. I think it's right there. There's a subscribe button if you're watching on a computer. Click that. Um, yeah, if you got Twitch Prime, that's what we want. And uh, Or you can go to the Patreon page. I don't have the graphic up. Um, Patreon.com slash shuttle on the screen. We will be pushing the button for this episode. Um, and thanks again for you guys watching us or listening to us on iTunes on your iPod. Podcasts are still a thing. Mike. Podcasts are huge. They're Podcasts huge. are still the They're future. They're still humongous. How is, how is podcasting still the future? Because it can take it with you. Yeah. Even if, as you know what's going to happen, there's going to be less Wi-Fi, I think, in the future. Well, they already predicted that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. the Internet's going to be yeah. more restricted. Yeah, exactly. More restricted. <laughs> well, we'll let the, po <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let the, we'll let the tech podcast political yes. podcast take care of that. We'll just entertain you about the world of competitive gaming. Good luck, Phil. Um, you can hang around for a second, but we're going to say goodbye to everybody else. Uh, thanks for joining us. And have a good night. Do you think this button works next? I don't know. Good night, Phil. Good night, Glenn. Good night. Good night, Mary Sue. Good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. <laughs>